Have you seen the new Disney movie yet with Fiona? Inside Out? Yeah. No, that's this weekend. It's really good. Have you seen it? Good. Yeah, good. it's really good. I'm glad it's, to hear it. You know, you know how Disney movies are really good at like getting you right in the feels? Yeah. Like, because this is just about having it, this is just about emotions. Right. It just rocket punches you right I've in heard, the feels. I've heard, I've heard there's an up moment in this. There is an up moment. There is okay. a, yeah, there's an up moment. Not quite as severe as up, but it's still pretty sad there's really sad moments in that the fucking you know how they do like a uh, little mini cartoon before the movie yeah that's really sad this time it's a really really sad cartoon does not even have a good ending like I remember oh, the no, one it's, that... got ha- it's got a happy ending but it's really sad for the first like two minutes of that thing what was was it Wreck-It Ralph that had the paper planes one before it yeah that was I loved that shirt that was really well done um, this one's just like this one's just sad. It's, it's, it's really sad until like the last ten seconds, but wow, it's a really sad one. Um, one of my favorite news stories of the past couple of weeks was um, I didn't even I didn't even click on it. I just, somebody sent me the headline: "Children terrified after theater plays Insidious instead of Inside Out." <laughs> like some, <laughs> like somebody just like somebody oh, read the can wrong. It was yeah, like, totally. oh, right. they read the hard drive wrong, plugged in the wrong one. Ladies and gentlemen of the internet, this is the Game Engine Start Podcast for the 4th of August 2015. My name's Callum. My name's Yoon. And there's still no video games, Yoon. It's still... Well, yeah, we're starting this week, I think, to Are ones we? that I actually care. Well, okay, yes, I think so. Because... I don't, like, I don't I think you're wrong. I don't think there are video okay, games. Okay, well, the next, the next two weeks for me are pretty good, because um, Galaxy is out. Oh, that thing, yeah, sure. The day you should be listening to this, and then the week after that is Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Oh, you get oh, which I am looking that. forward to um, quite a bit. But okay, yeah, so I, I think I think there, I are, there are smaller video games, but there are yes. still video games. Yes, not not until the end of this month that we call August. Or no, not even the end of this month we call August. The start of the next month, which we call yes, September yes, in English lands. Um, so wait, what's the start of next? Phantom Pain. No, that's oh yes, so it is. Yes, it is. It totally is. Yep. Yes. Yep. I keep forgetting it's the, I keep it's thinking it's at the end, but it's totally not. Nope. Start. Wow. First week. Yeah, we should we should That'll be good. We should start talking about what we're gonna do for that. I'm playing that thing. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty great. Anyway. Awesome. But there aren't any video games. Well, I mean, I I'm looking at my list of stuff here to talk about and it's got a lot of stuff on it. Really? So, yeah. How? Well, okay, lots there's lots of small stuff, but just kind of closing the loop on a couple of things, I think. Um so I've been, I've been playing a shit ton of Rocket League since last oh, time. Okay. I'm totally involved in that. I am I am on board with this thing. You finally got into esports. Yes, I feel good sports. Like I don't play sports games, and like since my oh, since I was 16, in my embarrassing 17 nil Pro Evo defeat. Yeah. Um, at the hands of one of my friends. Like yeah, I just don't. I, 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 no, I many, thought was, many of your many of your friends were high tier footballsmen. Oh, like the, the highest they, of tiers, yes. They loved their footballs. They did, um, both of them. And, um, yeah. All two I d- of friends. 
No, I meant both of their footballs, but yes, <laughs> uh, both of my friends. Fuck you. But um, they, but yes, so I, I, I didn't think I could love again, but yes. Um, this isn't League. really sports. This is fake sports. It's, it's as real as it's. It is pure sports. It's real to you, damn it. It's real to me, damn it. Um, it's it's sports concept. It's two teams a ball ball and two goals. Like what part of this is not sports? The, the, the teams happen to be made up of sentient cars and the ball's massive yeah, and totally. there are rocket boosters. Um, and the, also, the, I think it was yesterday or over the weekend, the, the, the patch finally hit that's that's fixing a bunch of stuff, including the is big... It like stability issues or something? It's stability issues, but also the big thing is because um, you get ranked matches in that, mm. um, which I haven't actually tried yet, but um, I don't actually know what it gets you because you, you do get experience and stuff like you that. You get ranked, I guess. Maybe there's another stat that hasn't been revealed. You'll get yet. another. You'll get a number or a title or something. Must be. Anyway, whatever it was. Apparently, like the way it was done was, um, and also the thing with ranked is that you can't play with other people. You know, you're on your own. Oh yeah, it was it this patch that allowed you to get friends and a team. So or no, not this one. But the pro- the point was that since you're on your own and you're not you're not um, riding with a team. Everyone is just a dick to each other, so yeah. you would go into a match. That's the internet. You, you would lose. You. you would lose a goal in the first thirty seconds, which happens every now and then. And the rest, the team that that lost the goal would just quit out, like yeah. they just leave, and then you're fighting. And, then and that's just, no fun for anyone. Exactly, because then it's one on three, and because they, they yeah. can't introduce AI, which they normally do. So yeah, they're fixing that. And if you bomb out of a match mid match, you cannot play another ranked game for fifteen minutes. Oh, good. So it makes so they it actually put everything. Totally. Like, you're missing three potential. Yeah, the, the, the solution for levers is always a big deal in games where people try and take it at least semi seriously. People totally. get really mad at levers. So it's, yeah. It's and good it's, to see it, that they finally put a solution in place. And especially when you can be down 1v3 in the first 20 to 30 seconds. Like, it's just it's no fun at all. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of cool. So, Rocket League's, Rocket League's kind of awesome. Um, so, as, so are you and basically the entire internet are saying. Yeah, totally. It's, it's many people are enjoying it. Every streamer is playing that game on their like queue time or like whatever. Yeah. Like anytime they're not playing the game that they're known for streaming, they're playing Rocket League. I so I don't watch a lot of streamers or lot of streamers yeah, live yeah. anyway. But um, yeah. yeah, the concept of like we're gonna play this game, but while we're waiting on this game, we're gonna play this other game. Well, it's like the the one that I, I don't watch professional League of Legends streams anymore. But like when I did, and it was like the real high pros who are in like ridiculously high ranked levels mm. their queue times were like 20 minutes oh, really? so they they need to do something to keep their stream entertained and keep money oh, yeah, totally. like, so you have an audience you need to do keep other them. things yeah, yeah totally um so yeah that was rocket league i'm also currently uh, i'm sporting a scotland flag and a sombrero so i'm really confusing people right now it's like is okay. he, is he hispanic scott is he yeah like hispanic scott i don't know um it's fun uh i, I I know this happened a while ago, but I don't think I talked about it in here. I finished her story, the iPad, or I was playing it on iPad anyway. Oh yeah, the weird, uh, the interview mystery, yeah, that thing. thing. Um, yeah, uh, game has a really game doesn't end. It's got. A, it's I guess, got a really... Do you not decide when you've figured it out? And Basically, so the way the it seems the way it seems to work is there's 270 something clips in this in this game, and when you've watched more than half of them or more than two-thirds of them or you've seen enough of the important clips, yeah, um, a new icon will appear. Because yeah, the screen's just like a computer desktop, like a Windows 3.1 desktop, and an yeah, icon will just yeah. 
an icon will just appear and it's a chat window and it's somebody saying do you think you're done and you can reply yes or no basically um and what happens when you say yes so when you say yes when you say yes there is a there is a big reveal that happens in this im window that i think you might have been able to work out but i didn't work out and then it, it framed the whole thing in a different light and then after it, after it does this reveal, it says, okay, so now do you understand? And I said, no. And said, okay, let me, uh, okay, let me know when you're done. I'll be in the shop across the street. And then the IM closes. And then you can go back and look at some more. Oh, so it makes you play until you understand what it's telling you. No, no, no. After that point, it's basically like, as soon as you log out, as soon as you hit the log out button from the, yeah. the thing, the, the game's done. The game credits oh, right, roll, sure. all that kind of stuff. So it, it's bit, like, there is no... Like, you have solved the mystery, or anything like that. Yeah, like, here, it's, is the, here is the ending. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, here's that little bit of information that might just push you towards what you think is going to happen, and or what you think went on, and when you're done, hit leave, and that's you. Um, yeah. And I'd, it was one of those moments where I, I didn't get it, I started the AM, I got the big reveal, and then looked at a couple more clips to try and make sense of it, and then once I was done, I was done. I was like, okay, I wonder, because you also get, um, you get, a, there's a way of getting up like a screen which shows you like, here's a grid of all of the the clips that you've that are available, and then we'll highlight all the ones you've seen, and there's so many gaps in ah, the okay, thing. Sure. I was like, oh, maybe I'll miss something. Like, I think I know the kind of general thing of what's what going, going on here. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I said, okay, I think I've done finished the game, saw the credits roll, and then went on and looked up like story analysis posts and stuff like that. And yeah. I basically got it all. I think I missed one thing, but that basically sure, got it. Sure, okay. Was that one thing really important though? No, it was super trivial. Um, okay. Well, but yeah, so there's a couple it. of there's basically Is it cool? Is that a good story? Yeah, I mean it's it, it it once you start probing it, it takes a turn where you're like, I did not see that coming at all. Yeah. And it does leave a little bit up to the kind of your own personal interpretation. It's really hard to talk about without just saying what it is, but the, yeah, there's a there's a couple of points in there where it's like, this could be this thing, like this could be super literal, this could be something else, like you don't quite know, and it never says like there's no clip that I've seen so far which goes here's the thing, um, yeah, it, it's super cool, it's a really really interesting um, mm-hmm. thing, and again I think I said this last time, but um, Jeb Bob interviewed Sam Barlow, the guy that made it, and. Yeah, the yeah. Whole thing. you said this last time. You should listen to it. It's fucking brilliant. It's really, really cool. Do um, I need to understand the game to understand? No, the... not at all. Okay, it, it doesn't even talk about like the main story parts of the game. Like it's all about really him and his opinions on storytelling and all that kind of stuff, and like how they shot it and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's very, very cool. Cool. Um, so that was that. Um, the other. Story one. I finished Lifeline. Remember, I was telling you about that. The um, every time you say that, I just like the PS2 yep, game with totally. the headset. Every time, I have to, every time I write it down or think about it, I'm like, is, is that the right tip name? Because that's which the name one's of that Lifeline PS2. again? It's Lifeline the iPad game. It's the iPad uh, and Android kind of um, purely text-based adventure where you're communicating right. with somebody on a different planet and you're trying to get through to them, and then it all happens oh, in real yeah, time. Yeah, that thing. I that got thing. you. Finished it's not that. A PS2 game. No, got to the end of that. I'd only died once. Um, or That's Taylor, Taylor, the character that you're you're helping, only died once. Um, that thing's super cool, and for a game that's purely with text and no sound effects, yeah, um, it does a lot to generate tension and uh, 
it's just it's super cool and it's like it sounded like a cool idea when you were explaining it's just it. it's 70 pence i think on android right now it's well worth picking up and um, mm-hmm. and the fact that it is real time means you kind of leave it and come back to it and like especially if it was on because i was playing it on my, on my ipad which basically stays in the house but if i was playing it on my phone where i'm taking it everywhere like anytime it would buzz and say like hey Taylor's trying to contact you. you would You've got like, a message. I feel it would go a little bit cool. I feel it would flow a bit better. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's Lifeline Super Cool. Uh, we'll be talking about that come game of the year once we start talking about story. Really? Kind of okay. Yeah, totally. Like it's, it's, it's some of the best games writing I've seen in a long time. Oh, wow. And that is, and that is all that game is, is writing. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's, when you talk about character, you talk about dialogue, and you talk about um, kind of how the two merge together, and about how how the dialogue and the way that she talks in this thing feels exceptionally natural. It feels like you're talking to an actual person, like you're starting to get yeah, really yeah. weird um, Turing test style things where you're like, "Oh right, yeah. this could be a person, but maybe not." And the fact that they limit like, your interaction, uh, the fact they limit your interaction. Kinda the fact that they limit your interaction to like a couple of options. Uh, it's latest journey from um, Boston to San Francisco lasted two weeks, and he was he was decapitated in Philadelphia. He decapitated. Um, it's the lone man Someone in sport. stole his head. Oh, I'm only just about to watch the footage, so. Yeah. Yep, somebody totally there's a Oh no. Cause that's where it was good, so there was a camera, a tablet. Yeah. All that kind of stuff in there, so it kinda of makes sense that they Try to steal it. They went for that. Uh, right. Ugh. Um, okay, just let me stop this and restart it. Coming. Like that's the that's the holy grail, right? Mm. And or it is for me anyway in these kind of things where like they've just been teasing you with this the whole way but you haven't noticed and if you'd really thought about it, you probably could have figured it out. But this was just like out of left field, this thing happens, and you're like, where did that even come from? Like, there was, I don't think there was any lead-up to this. Like, you could have made a guess, but it was kind of like... That seems kind of poor. It like, really, it, can, if, if you, if you, and again, it's fo- kind of focused on its story, and people were really enjoying it. If you do something that's out of left field, it makes you go, what? That doesn't seem... Yeah, it, it's it's kind of feeling right now anyway. I mean, obviously, we haven't played finished the story, but it feels right now kind of like the spoilers for season one of the walking dead i suppose uh, the game but uh like the moment with the 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 guy in the in the, in the hotel room yeah which is like that kind of there's no way you could have known any of this mm-hmm. like it was totally they didn't reveal anything about this and then it happens it's kind of like that um but it really depends how they handle the ending in the next episode like, they could really sure. pull off... If they start tying stuff together properly, because there's a whole bunch of open threads right now, and if they start tying stuff together in a way that makes sense, it'll save it. 
but if this is them just going we've been teasing you with all these open things and then we're just choosing one and running with it that's not how these things work you need to start linking stuff together and all the times and and you spent investigating yeah. needs to lead somewhere and you need to be able to follow your own thought because um, currently it makes no sense. Currently, there's a whole section in the middle of episode four where you're basically doing the 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 kind of cliche uh, police procedural thing of like, here's all the evidence on the board. We need to start linking this evidence together. So yeah, like the red this thread thi- out. And- yeah, kinda. It's like you need this thing and this thing, and this thing link, and then it'll group them together, and then this thing, and this thing, and then they'll link, and then you'll get the two groups to get linked together, and then you'll end up yeah. with this ending. You'll end up with this result. It's like that's the thing we've solved it. And that was really cool. Like I see, I saw people complaining about that, but I thought that was really cool because you really have to think about how all these bits of information are all linked. And that was genuinely cool. But then you've done all this work for them to suddenly just turn ninety degrees and do something else. It's it's strange. Um, so yeah, I'm fascinated to see how they end of that. It's it might still... it might end up working in the last episode. Totally. They yes, they could totally weave it in. They could do a spectacular ending, and I fully inter- intend them. I, I think they could pull it off, but they need to pull it off, or the past four episodes have kind of been a waste in that case. Oh, and that's a shame. It's a real shame. For a series that actually was getting a lot of good steam, like the first, totally. like between episode two and three, people really started to take notice of it. Yeah. Was- yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it's. I still love how that game looks, I love how that game sounds. They, they did a fantastic thing in this episode as well where I don't know if it was intentional or not, but they referenced comments from the reviews of the first episode. Oh, that's like weird. They, they mentioned it and they mentioned it kind of sideways in the story, which was kind of cool, and I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it was really funny when it happened. Sure, yeah. Um again, stuff you can only really do in episodic games. Um but yeah, we'll 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 need to see what happens in that. It could turn out that it's a real disappointment this last episode or it could save the whole thing i'm not sure um but yeah we'll see um cool. what else was there <laughs> yeah so here's a sentence i never thought i'd say i played drive club oh, just God. to just to loop this whole thing that's been running for about two well, years the, now the, about, the actual real legitimate playstation plus version of drive yeah, club that, so actually that, exists. that came out and it was not publicized at all it was like it was mentioned. Sony do not want to talk about that game anymore. No, it was mentioned. I don't even think it was mentioned as like, here's the play- PS Plus games this year, uh, this month. Like it wasn't even included as one of them. It was just like, and it came out at the same time, and it's here, and here you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I'm mentioning this is because we we spent so much time talking about Drive Club guy and that thing at the PS4 reveal. And I want to know where he is. I still want to know who he is and where yeah, he is and totally. what he's doing, but. Um, that is totally a game. If you like cards, you will like this. It is, it is obviously a developed like by a team. It is developed by a team who really, really like cars and we like driving tell cars. That man really, really like cars. You, you could quite visibly tell that that man visibly really tell liked that it. man liked cars when he started getting kind of naked and rubbing himself. That was yeah. It was a weird. That weird on happened. the presentation stage, it was bizarre as well. It's just, yanking it's so good it's like unbelievable it was really weird when they had you wondered why they handed that tarp out the first three rows and they all just yeah. kind of head back splash it. zone yeah splash zone um but yeah so i felt God, like I, I felt like i needed to download it and and at least play it and i don't do driving games like i'm not a big driving game fan or definitely not a realistic driving game person 
Oh, arcade um, driving games are pretty fun. Arcade, like, yeah, totally. I, I, every now and then I will play, I, like, I was, I liked Wipeout when it was a thing. I like... Burnout's always good. Burnout's great. Yes, all that kind of stuff. SSX is a great game. Which That's is kind of like not driving a driving game. game but it's okay. kind of like a driving game. It's like... You're moving through a set. No, course. no, you're right. Wolfenstein was a good driving game as well, where you're moving through areas. And, yeah, Wolfenstein's a driving game. Um... Tekken's a really good driving Tekken's game. Tekken's an awesome driving game. It kind of went, like, the sixth one, you're like, guys, come on, at least put so a car in it. It's a really time. long series of driving games. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, weirdly enough, Solitaire, Gran Turismo... that's a great driving game. Weirdly enough, Gran Turismo, not a driving game. It's mm. bizarre. But No, that's yeah. just like a car museum. That's mm. not a driving game. There's no movement in that at all. No, um, no, no, no. Um, the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Um... Yes, I don't so know, I, driving games. I don't so know. yes, so I played it and masturbating it's, on cars. That's yes. what you're talking about. Um, there was no move support, unfortunately, for that. Damn. Um, God, could you imagine? Like, I'm just I, I, as, soon as, as soon as I said that, I was like, oh, like that's like second lifestyle shit right there. Like when they experienced the life of Drive Club Man when they were making that game, waggle the remote to she's in this car. Yeah, um, it's just like rub the carbon fiber, then rub yourself, yeah. and then. Accurately modelling the, the tension of carbon fibre and... Ugh, ugh, sorry, give me a second to, to, to calm myself <laughs> after thinking about that. That was disgusting. Um, that is uh, totally seems like a hardcore driving game. And by hardcore, it means I couldn't keep a car straight on that thing. Um, it was... I mean, it looks pretty good. Um, didn't perform particularly well, but that appears to be a thing since Drive Club yep, came out. Yeah, nothing that Drive Club does. Um... They did the thing, so they did the thing that I remember everyone was touting when the new consoles appeared, that appears to have stopped happening, where you put the disc in and you hit go and it doesn't take you to like the main menu, you just get dropped into a race match, whatever, and a go. A race? Yeah. A race match? Well, I'm, I'm talking about games in general, like the, all the sports yeah. games that came out at launch, like they just drop you in a quick play yeah. immediately. So they did this for Drive Club and... Like if I was if I was making Drive Club, I would not as my first like you've hit start in the game and we're gonna give you here's your controls and here's your your introduction to it. What the one thing I wouldn't do is put them on a track where the weather is terrible, it's icy, and you can't control your car for shit. <laughs> like that is literally it's like a mountain track. Yeah, there's snow over the ground. There's ice everywhere. Get good fast. Yeah, like Get and then. Fast. Basically, it goes three, two, one, go, and then shows you your accelerate button, and you're just like, "All right." Eh. Like, I guess what it was, and was right, but like, where's my handbrake? Like, is it one of those weird like L one handbrake ones? Like, what is it? Um, it just seemed like a really poor way to intro that game. It you have seemed... to shout handbrake at your PlayStation Eye. Yes, yeah, yeah. So you have to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it feels weird for me commenting on it since I don't play these games, but the yeah, limited. But this, isn't, but this is not a game that's going to get me into them. Like, it just, it didn't... Nope. I, I had zero fun. Zero fun with it. Um, it was... It's, so there's a... I can't remember it was good the, that you played it to prove that it exists. Yes, but. I had to see that it exists. I had to see the Drive Club logo, Yeah. play a car, and then go, yep, okay. And they'd still yep. do the thing where every time you pick a car to go into a race, you walk up to the car, you open the car door, you go in, you sit down, nice. you turn the ignition, all that kind of stuff. Um, but and then you that, hear your driver go. That's it. Yeah. yeah, it's like drive shift all over again. Drive stick. <laughs> was that the game? Gear drive shift. shift. Gear shift. Yeah. Gear shift. Gear shift? Was gear it, shift. Is it not drive shift? I wrote it down. I think it's gear shift. Um, 
But so it has the system where I don't know if it's like fan fan points or like drive club bucks or whatever the fuck it is. But premium currency. XP, whatever it is, the XP equivalent is in this thing. It's like the drive club symbol is your XP. Oh, right, okay, sure. And as you do cool shit like drift or draft or that, that kind of stuff, it gives you drive club bucks. And But every time you hit another car or collide with the environment, you lose that. I did not you finish... Car points. I did not finish the first two tracks with any points. Oh, like it's bad. Didn't earn car points. No, I earned zero car points throughout the first two tracks. Shame. Um, I was like, okay, this game isn't for me, and immediately closed it. And yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Also, fucking so the, the the automatic save upload thing, which most of the time is a joy in PlayStation Plus stuff. Yeah. Where like it'll say like any of your save games, it'll just automatically upload to the cloud anything you you power your machine off. Yeah. Um, the drive club uh, saves are fucking huge. It will save <laughs> like immediately as soon as I installed Drive Club, I went now nah, this isn't for me and delete the game. Um, next day woke up went on and said we tried to upload all these saves and there's no space and it's like it uploads like your profile data which is like the normal like 10 meg or whatever it is yeah and then it's like here's all your ghosts 104 meg here's all your fucking custom stats Christ 100 okay. and something meg like it just took up all of my space and the PS4 cloud management interface is shocking so it took a while for it to me to get rid of them all it was ugh Drive Club left a bad taste in my mouth. Weirdly enough. Um, and then, Is that a Drive Club man that left a bad taste in your mouth? Well, we don't talk about that. So yeah. Do you think I've got the game? Nobody else has it, it's just me. I had to do some things in Halloween I'm not proud of. So. Hmm. And then I played the biggest commercial sequel probably to come out this year. I played Angry Birds 2. Oh god, yeah. The sequel to the... The, the 16th Angry Birds movie? 17th Angry movie? Birds game. 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 17th Angry Birds game. Um, called Angry Birds 2. Yeah. Um, Is that an Angry Birds game? Hey, it's an Angry Birds game. But... Good. Okay, move on. That's it. But the, the one thing I will say is that uh, you want a masterclass in mobile game presentation, you look at that yeah. thing, like it looks so smooth. And the, the the menu transition stuff, all the little details, it is a stunning looking mo- mobile game, and it seems sure, so weird right. to say that. Um, but under the, at, at at its core, it's still Angry Birds. It's got a couple of new systems in it, but nothing huge. And I haven't quite worked out what the cur- the free playness of it is yet. Like almost at the gate, you're like, here's some gems, and you go, okay, now tell me how to use gems. And it hasn't revealed that yet. And sure, I've, but it's Angry Birds. It's but it's not Angry Birds. Anything special. So I assume, judge, judging by the other currency on screen, I assume they're going for like a two dots model where you have your currency, which will let you like retry levels or continue levels from when you run out of birds or do other things. And then you've got your health, your life meter, basically, which is you, you get five at the start, and every time you lose a level, you use a life, and then the life recharges over time. It's probably how that's going to work, but I can't confirm that. But um, yeah, shit's Angry Birds. There's a couple of new birds. Like that's it. There's boss fights. <laughs> there there's, are new birds. There's birds and bo- new birds and boss fights. That's basically cool. it. All right, good um, for them. But yeah, shit's Angry Birds. Um, but it looks very nice. And yeah, that's kind of it. It's kind of it for me. What about yourself? Sure. You were you were uh, talking. I don't know if you're going to start with this, but you were talking some 
Um, you were very, very pleased last night with... Um, yeah, I'll, I guess I'll start with that. Um, but I, 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 I finished all the Mass Effect games. I got through them again. Oh, cool. Okay. Le- learned that Mass Effect 3 is way better than I thought it was in my head. Oh, really? So you're I, 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 had, I had bad images of Mass Effect 3, but that game's like super good. Like, yeah, it's, really, it's, a, really good. it's a very good game. Yeah. A lot of the stuff in that game, you do things in it, and then when you finish doing them, you go, that's really incredible. Like, the thing that you just did in that universe is stellar. Do you mean, like, the the like the like actions, the things that lets you do, yeah, the conversation? Like the, 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 the big end goals of all the major arc of, like, oh, I, sure. I cured the genophage. Mm. I fucking got the Quarians, their home world, back without Tally killing herself. Yeah, let's all that go back to stuff. that. Thanks. Yeah. But, like, all the things you do in that thing are, like, massive consequences for this amazing universe that they built up over two sure. games. It's got its flaws where, like, all the side quests are just, like, go find this MacGuffin on a planet. It's not yeah, really all there's that. A, there's cool, a lot of MacGuffin but, stuff in that, yeah. But it's still, it's still like, all right. It's, yeah, uh, totally. it's, the game's amazing. It's, I give it way more credit than it yeah. deserves. The fact that I'm not going to get to play Leviathan or Citadel is kind of bad, though. But uh, what's they're Leviathan? pretty good. The, the, the one that has oh, a the massive expansions. story application? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes, I remember. Yeah. Um, so I did that. Mass Effect 3 is great. Uh, and then moved from one old RPG to another old RPG because for so Knights of the Old Republic's the best game ever made, and uh, sure. they made a sequel to that, Knights of the Old Republic two, and um, it had its problems mainly down to the fact that due to Obsidian wanting to get it out for Christmas of whatever year it came out, I can't remember when it came out, two thousand five or something. Uh, they cut a bunch of stuff from the game. So is that true? Was it a rush yeah. job to yeah, get it out? Yeah, it was a rush to get it out by Christmas. Oh, and, um, okay. But but didn't cut it in the normal way of just taking stuff out of the game. They just stopped the stuff being interactable, but it's still on the disc. So there's a bunch of stuff on the disc that just doesn't happen because they cut it out for time. So there's a bunch of assets and stuff like that that's probably not yeah. polished. So, yeah. so for years now, there's this uh, Sith Lords restoration project, which are fans trying to get this stuff off the disc and make it playable. And for years now, they've been doing this and it's now successful and all this sort of stuff. I've never played it because it's a pain in the arse to try and install. And uh, it's a pain in the arse to try and install that and get KOTOR 2 running at HD resolutions. So every time I try and do it, I just give up. Um, but now, the, the Steam version of KOTOR 2 got an update last week or something like that that puts in achievements for that game, HD resolution support natively and steam workshop support and the first thing that went up on steam workshop support was the sith lords restoration project so does that suggest that there's other mods for this game yeah there are other mods for this game now so was this a like did this i'm assuming this game didn't come with like modding tools like people just cracked it open and i have no idea how the mods work for that game okay. i've got Fair no enough. clue but the the, for, the first thing they came out was the restoration project thing and then there was a bunch of mods that like let you hide your helmets because all the helmets in that game look god awful so you just take right. them off your characters uh, and all the, a bunch of that sort of stuff so yeah I started playing Knights of the Old Republic 2 again mainly I haven't played it in a really long time and I've wanted to play it but now there's a great excuse because it can now run on my monitor in a good resolution Sure, and I get to play all the stuff that I never saw from the restoration project and in the first couple hours of that game you don't really see a lot of the the uh, expanded content mm. so you just play through you do the Paragus mining facility which is where your character wakes up and it's like the tutorial level 
it's god awful the progress bit's terrible but okay. you have to do it and the Telios station which mm-hmm. is like the bit after it um, it's when you go through the whole Telios bit and get to the Jedi Academy on the north side of Telios on the Arctic area where you meet Atrus for the first time who's like one of the main spoilers antagonists for that see, that game uh, even though she portrays herself as like a Jedi but this sure. game's like 10 years old or whatever um, the first thing you do when you get there is you have this giant conversation with Atrus about how your character's been an exile Jedi so it's a Jedi that's been kicked out for yeah. and, and, and in lore purposes it's because back in the Old Republic there was this big thing where the Mandalorians tried to take over a lot of the universe sure. because they, they realised they were stronger than everybody and that's why our, in the first game Revan and Malak took a bunch of Jedi to go and fight the Mandalorians. Yes, uh, they talk about the Mandalorian War in a while for yeah, quite a while. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and uh, your character in 2 was one of the Jedi that went with Malak and Revan to Malakar to try and fight off the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. And you come back and the council was like, you're against every Jedi code, you're not a Jedi anymore, hand over your lightsaber and get out. Uh, hey, give us your badge and your gun. Yeah, pretty much. Like, okay. They have a big ceremony where they take away your light, or they make you give up your lightsaber. Wow, there's uh, a ceremony? Wow. Kind of, you go into the big council room on Coruscant and they say, you've, you've done X, Y, and Z, which is against the Jedi Council and the Code. Uh, we are exiling you. You're no longer a Jedi and you're like no longer allowed to practice like being a Jedi. Sure. Uh, you, and then you speak for yourself about your actions and then they go, give up your lightsaber and you have to, you're made to take your lightsaber and stab it into a big rock in the middle of the council room and then walk out. And leave the lightsaber in the rock, but um, wow. okay, yeah. So you, the first thing you do when you get to the Jedi Academy on Telos is you have this big confrontation with Atrus, who's one of the counselors that kicked you out of the Order, uh, and she and in the initial game, in the original game, she basically just chastises you the entire time, mm-hmm. and it's just like you went against the Jedi Council, you can't do that, you're so evil, look at you, you don't understand the Force and all that sort of stuff, and your character just sits and goes. Uh, but but that's what, uh, but. and then she goes oh no you're terrible fuck get out and all that sort of stuff you do you don't really have a chance to like you you can fight a little bit but every time you say something against her she goes ah oh, you you know nothing that doesn't make any sense blah, blah blah and then it was the first time I saw the expand the like was made aware of the expansion content because in expansion content in that conversation with Atreus when your character fights back he fights back with a certain amount of eloquence and sense in the writing oh, okay. that Atrus then starts to back down. Oh, weird. So instead of her just going, you're an idiot, stop talking, you say things to her and she goes, but you don't under, and you go, no, but like she, she, she constantly berates you because like, you went to Malachor and slaughtered hundreds and like thousands of people that's against the Jedi Order and all that sort of stuff. And in the original game, you just kind of go, I did it to protect people. Huh. And she, go, and she goes, oh, but this, that that's not, the like ends don't justify the means. It's still against the Jedi Order because you've killed thousands of people, and but and that was the end of it in the initial content. And in the new content, you say I did it to protect the innocent, mm-hmm. and she says yes, but the means don't justify it. And you go, if I hadn't done something, the Mandalorians would have then gone onto the next planet and killed way more people than I ended up having to kill. Right. And she goes, that's while while that is slightly noble, blah blah. blah. And you have this big like actual big conversation that makes that was, a lot of sense for the that character was really just, that was really just glossed over in the original yeah, one yeah that like was it's... really really badly glossed over in the original one so you have this really big confrontation it ends with Atreus kind of being on the back foot uh-huh. which is okay. really rare 
Like they, it ends with Atrus kind of going, "Oh, I don't, I don't really." Uh, your your the your view where you've started to learn is conflicting. I don't really understand. I need to go and meditate, and she walks out of the room. Huh, weird. So you 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 end up kind of in a stronger position than you did in the initial game, and then from then on, it's that you see. I'm starting to see more and more of that kind of content. So it's not just so them bringing forward like areas or characters or whatever that were missing. They're they're actually like good story points. So that, the, so this is just like this is not like here's this other quest line that's opened up. Like, it's all just integrated as part of the main... Yeah, it's just things just happen. Like, right. for example, the, the the zone I just did, you go to Dantooine, where the old Jedi Enclave is. Yes, I remember and Dantooine. And you, you go through the ruins of the old Jedi uh, uh, Enclave there. Mm-hmm. And you... There's a side quest on that planet where there's a guy who has his, had his uh, moisturizer vapors stor- stolen by a guy... Mm-hmm. Who ends up being in the enclave, and you can and in the initial game you go to him and say you stole his vaporwares and he went oh yeah did you caught me here they are, but in this game you go to him and bring up the point and he goes I don't know what you're talking about, so yeah. it's like oh that's that's not how this quest is supposed to go, so you like scour in the the uh, enclave for a little bit and you find there's a there's a bit of the enclave that you couldn't get into before in the original game, and you go there and this door opens and there's a Jedi standing there, like this really young. Twilight Jedi is just standing huh. in the room with her lightsaber on, and st- like run starts to run past you, and says, "Wait a minute, who are you? Stop her!" I go, "Who are you? Are you? You know at this point that the thief lives in the enclave." Sure, sure. So you so you go, "You must be the thief. You're a Jedi." Blah blah. And she says, "Yeah, but I'm not a thief. I'm a Jedi. So we, when people ask us to help, we help as best we can, hmm. and we get rewarded for it. So people ask for my help, and people gave me their things, but then." the authority of Dantooine came and thought the stuff was stolen, but people are just giving it to me as a Jedi. Oh, and we, weird. Oh, and, oh, that's a kind of cool story. And then she starts going a bit mental, being all, uh, I've been on my own for so long and I'm surrounded by these like fire-breathing bugs that have taken off the Enclave. And I'm sure. so mad. But so she, You start seeing her go to the dark side. So you can feed into her and go, yeah, give in to your anger, go and kill people and all oh, that sort of stuff. Or you can bring her back from the brink and be like... you don't think like this, that's not the Jedi way and all that. So it's like a really cool character stuff that was just in the game that just wasn't part of it initially. So it, sounds, it sounds like a bunch of this content really just adds depth to a bunch of it. Yeah, and it's like and for, for a game that people didn't like because it was quite shallow, right. it's it's really cool. Like so I, I, mean, was, I, I was convinced when that and the entire exchange with Atreus happened, I was like, man, this mod's amazing. Like it actually gives a lot of depth to the world. Obsidian are really good at putting weird depth into the world but sith lords while it had a kind of cool instead of being the the the, the standard bioware style rpg where you're a kind of like globe trotting superhero mm-hmm. where you're like i'm commander shepherd look at me i've killed all the i've killed the collectors and i'm gonna go fight the reapers with my bare fans and all that sort of stuff obsidian paint their worlds in a more oblique light so in, in the sith and kothar 2 there's a lot of like you're people keep telling you you're the last jedi but then you meet a bunch of other Jedi, like the the other Jedi lords that were that kicked you at the council initially still exist, mm-hmm. and you start talking to them. But then you start talking to other people in the world who realize you're the last Jedi, but don't really care. Right. They, you you go to them and you're like, I'm I'm the last Jedi. I'm here to save you. And they go, Great. We've got our own problems over here. <laughs> so you're not uh, the center of the so universe. we don't care that you're the last Jedi. We've got to deal with this. 
That's so cool. instead of you instead of you coming to a planet and just going, I'm doing X, Y, and Z, look, you're all safe. You turn to this planet and you go, Oh, it's all fucked and and people like don't care that I'm here. I I will help you people because I'm a Jedi mm-hmm. or hinder you if you're a dark side Jedi. But you you guys don't care that I'm here to help you because That's you're a- dealing with your own shit because you're human beings. And it's, that's a weird approach to take. I mean, it's good, but it's an unusual yeah, it's, approach. It's, it's, yeah, it's what Obsidian always kind of do with their worlds, where they paint this kind of weird grey brush over stuff. But I mean, is that is that is that? I, I'm trying to think of another game that says like where you're not the. I mean, you're the hero, right? But you're not the hero. Like you're kind of just there doing what you can, but like, like. I can't imagine a game like that where one of the one of the, the NPC characters turn around and go to you, "Hey, that's cool that you're awesome, but like we've got food problems over here. So do you mind just not do you mind like yeah. moving on and we'll go?" Like that seems like a really weird non-power fantasy style game. Yeah, like, for, I, I, for you to be knocked down like that is weird. Yeah, like the first one when you go to Dantooine, which you expect because you go to Dantooine expecting to go to the Jedi Enclave and like talk to the people who have, are used to existing with Jedi. Mm. But you get there, and because the Jedi are all gone and have left this planet in kind of a mess, like right. the entire story of the Dantooine planet is that there's there's like one settlement that is constantly under siege by like bandits and mercenaries. Mm. So because the Jedi like left when it got bombed, everybody hates Jedi now. So you get because there they just and packed up and left because they packed up and left them, and there are people there that are like, but we've got farms and like livestock and all that sort of stuff, and sure. these guys just left. So you get to you get to Dantooine and you walk through the door and someone points out the fact that you're a Jedi. I can't remember how they do it. It's like they you say something and they go, "That's something that a Jedi would say," and then everybody realizes you're a Jedi and then like starts going, "I don't like you too much. You're you're one of these Jedi that left us. We don't like you very much." And you start you start having to build up your trust in Dantooine before you can actually huh. get anything done. It's a really cool kind of system. That's but yeah, weird. there's Kotar two with this new mod. I really hope it keeps doing stuff like the Atreus conversation where instead of just throwing new things at it, it's taking the things that are already there and making it deeper. Because mm-hmm. that's that's really good. If you can like start deepening your story and your world, that's what I care about in an RPG cool. is how deep does your world go. So yeah, only, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to keep going. Cause it so the only issue like I would have thought with it is like Obsidian games are not exactly known for being like um, solid or bug-free. And oh, the, the, con- the, 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 total content, the total content is a bug fix as well. It's oh, not really? just expanding content, it also takes a bunch of really weird bugs in that game and smooths them out. Because, like, yeah, like, imagining, based on the Rocky framework that most Obsidian games have anyway, attaching on a bunch of content that was not finished yeah. seems so like they, a terrible they, idea. They really, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of really dumb bugs in KOTOR 2, and the, I need to find the name of this, Sith Lord's Restoration co- content yes, modification. I remember people talking about it. Really, it goes through. The, they go through. There's an entire thing of here are the things that get changed, and a lot of them are just kind of like this bug, this bug, this bug, this bug, this bug. All right, so like so known issues with two. Yeah, like known issues. Like you know, there are things that are like game breaking bugs and that sort of stuff that they ironed out, and it's really good. Like cool. the, it seems, it seems like a cool little thing for an, a game. I give for a game which in its own right is a very good game, but it's now just been made better by community people working very, very hard. So there's, I'm just I'm I'm looking to see the Steam Workshop support for this game. Yeah, I'm just I want to try and look and see what the, what the other mods are yeah, for I, this thing. Yeah, so there's like there's the total content pack. There's like a couple of uh, background HDification stuff. 
it's like all the backgrounds because they're now running the HD textures look like garbage, so people have kind of drawn new textures to make it look oh, nicer. Wow. In okay, space. sure. Yeah, so there's like that. There's making your headgear invisible because it's all garbage. There's increasing the del- the fidelity of like flame effects. Uh, a save editor if you really want to do that. that but the the, cool, the coolest one I've seen is that the, there's a mod that's called Canonical Jedi Exile, which is. So what happened was KOTOR 2 got released and your character was just called the Exile through the entire game. They pulled a persona, basically, where your character was just called the Exile through the entire game, but then they released stuff after it, like comics and books and all that sort of stuff that refer back to the Exile. Oh, right, okay. But they give her a name and make her a her. Huh, interesting. Her name's Mitra Sukara or something like that. Mm-hmm. So she, but she's now she's in the Jedi. Well, I was going to say she's in the Star Wars canon, but that doesn't exist anymore. But in the canon, in the old canon before they reboot it when the new movies come out, there is this character that exists that is the Exile. So they've now this is what the canonical Jedi Exile mod does. It makes a head model that is her face, right. so you can play as the actual character with a name. And <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm just I'm. I've, I'd never looked at a Steam Workshop game in any of these, and I was trying to work out how to get into the workshop. Anyway, yeah, like a bunch of the stuff in here makes sense. Like you can tell that this is a game. This is this is a game that people really really love. Yeah, because there's the stuff in there that's like a fix for the head model clipping, where sometimes the tongue would clip through the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Like there's one of them that's going on there. There's like extra feats and powers. Yep, the extra content the- pack. Infinite buzzing fix. Yeah, there was is. a thing. There was a thing. So the very, very first thing you can do in the game, the prologue, is like mm. your ship is adrift in space after a big fight, and you have to go around as the astromech droid repairing everything. Yeah, yeah. And there was a f- bug in that where the engine, which is broken, has like an electrical buzz to it, mm-hmm. which is really, really annoying. Uh, and even when you fix the engine, sometimes that noise clip still appeared. Right. So it's just a fix for that. Yeah. And like shock 3 button prompts and stuff yeah. like that. And if you want to play it with a controller. The adding of a new planet, apparently. Yeah. M478. And then you're like, oh yeah, this is a Steam Workshop game where you get Pretty Atris, which... Yeah, there's some weird ones, but... Like I'm half expecting like horse armor or something. like armor. Like clean faces. Uh, the, the, it's not that kind of game. You can't really have sex with your companions. Yeah, true. Anyway, no, that's really cool. That that's really cool that that happens, um, and I, I'm glad to see that. That th- I remember hearing about that that thing, um, and it, yeah, it's a crazy it's, it's, project. It's really cool. I'll I'll report back when I played a bit more of it. Cool, so, good. No, I'll I, I, really, I really I really hope it's more like the Atris stuff and less like the stuff on Dantooine. Sure. I want more depth, not more content. Yeah, which it well, seems I, like, I like more, I would like more content as well. But what I mainly want is more depth. Which it seems like this is delivering. Yeah, so far so. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, is there anything else? Uh, not really. Cool. I've been kind of busy. I will sure. stop being busy a week today. A week today, oh, really? I will stop busy. Yes. What, what, why I is that? Would be, I would be, well, it's the, my final hand-in for university. Right. Okay. It's next Monday, or oh, a week cool. today, as I say. So okay. I will replace being massively busy with being massively, massively drunk. That'll be great. <laughs> Good. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Yeah. Um, 
So yes, before we jump into the news, we've got our musical interlude. Um, oh yes, it's on you this week. Yeah. Yes, so this week I was I was digging I know you're through. having problems with this. Yeah, it was like we've done this, we've done like what, 12 of these now or something like that, where we've included musical interludes. I'm like, we can't have run out of stuff that we listen to this game related already. But no, I remembered that I hadn't done this yet and I'd wanted to do this since we, were, since we started doing um, interludes. Um, so... We're obviously, as you, as if you've listened to a bunch of the content we've done, that music is very important in the games that we play, and we we kind of regard it very highly. Um, and we we there's, we had three separate music based awards at our game of the year stuff this year and all that kind of stuff. So I when I came across this, um, I don't know, let's say artist because it's like one dude as far as I can tell, but he goes by a name, um. And I can't even remember. I think it was through like Spotify, like if you like this, you should like this style things. And um, it basically sounds like a. I, I think I described it to you when I sent you to it as it's a video game soundtrack that isn't attached to a video game. Like it yeah, sounds sure. like it sounded like it. You could see the sections where you could see the sections in like an RPG where this this music would accompany it, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then. Um, last year um, so yes so the, the group or artist is called Filter P-H-I-L-T-R um, and actually last year they did the soundtrack for um, The Legend of Aya which was a Kickstarter game I think it was like a 2D platformer puzzle platformer style thing um, but they did the soundtrack to that so they are doing video game soundtracks as well but the song I'm gonna uh, I've chosen for this week is from their uh, second album called The Blossom Chronicles and this is a song called Adventure Time, which is a awesome instrumental part. And no way, re- and no way reference in the show, or is and that... has no reference to the show Adventure Time. This is just the name okay. of the song. Um, so yes, this is from the Blossom Chronicles, which is their album. And if you check the post, you will see links on where to buy it. Um, the whole thing is also on YouTube. But I feel kind of weird saying that, but yeah. it's, it's like the YouTube is linked from the the dude's page. So he says you can stream it on Spotify or on YouTube. So. Sure, okay. Whatever. But I would, I would totally recommend you buy it. It's on. Uh, so if you check the post, you'll see where you can buy it. And we will be back right after this. enjoyed that um so yeah that was adventure time by filter if you check the posts you can find out where you can buy that and the rest of the album it's a very very good album so you should mathematical even what it's an adventure time joke oh okay i don't 
I know you don't watch the Vegetime because you're a terrible person. But I think, uh, one of the my my boss in work um, has a has a young daughter and came in and was saying um, that he had spent most of the weekend watching the new My Little Pony series. Oh and yeah, it's just like ponies all through his brain. Um, it's all ponies. It's just all ponies, and his desktop wallpaper currently is like a cool DJ pony and all this kind of stuff. It's like okay, fair enough. Right. You you got a small child. This is. This is fine. Like I can, I can get by this. But th- things like things like Adventure Time and the new one. What's that one called? Uh, oh, Gravity, uh, Gravity Falls. Falls. Yeah, yeah, are actually pretty good. So I've heard good things about Gravity Falls. I meant to go actually look at it. Gravity Falls is good. I like Gravity um, Falls. But yeah, so he, so he came in today actually and said, um, uh, I've, "I've I've moved on from the ponies." I was like, "Okay, oh, oh shit, what 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 is it now?" He said. You ever heard of this thing called Teen Titans Go? And I'm like, yes. oh, yes. yes. Okay, yeah, totally. I'm with you. That okay. show is amazing. Teen Titans Teen Go. Titans was so good. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, is there only that one season as well? Two remember. series. Uh, oh, I need to watch the second season then. Okay. I think so. Oh, a new series of uh, Rick and Morty started as well. Yes, I, I heard good things about it. I need to. Yes, the I first episode was brilliant, and I need okay. to watch the second one. Probably when we're done with this, that's what I'm going to do. Yes, I'll need to. I will do the same. Um, so news, there's not a lot really this week, but um, a couple of important things. Um, so the next, do you still play Hearthstone? Did you ever play Hearthstone? No. Yeah, I played Hearthstone. Okay. I still play Hearthstone every so often. So there's the new expansion got announced. Um, the yes, Grand the Tournament. Grand Tournament. Yes. Uh, 100 new cards scheduled to launch in August. Um, and there's a bunch of things I don't understand about Hearthstone cards, but yeah, it looks it looks pretty the, good. The the main thing is the, like the new. I, I say keyword because I'm a Magic player. It's mechanic. Uh, inspire where it's like a thing hap- if you have a card in the field a thing happens when you use your hero power right so it so you can there's all sorts of weird things that people are theory crafting I'm not a massively good Hearthstone player so I can't talk high level there are sure. many videos out there people talking about why this is all very amazing okay. so but they're, they're, goes up. they're changing up the meta which in a game sounds like it gets quite stagnant yeah they're trying to yeah Yeah. so we'll see Um, there is a <laughs> The, uh, the ESL, the Electronic Sports League, who organise a lot of big tournaments for a bunch of games, actually. Yep. Um, Same now... people that said they were interested in looking into Rocket League, which is pretty Yes, who, yes. Um, so they are now uh, meeting the WADA, WADA um, standard worldwide for sports, which is the World Anti-Doping Agency. They're working with oh. them. Oh, yeah, because a bunch of esports guys got admitted they were taking Adderall and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, performance-enhancing drugs for esports. Um, yeah. No, no, right. Okay, so I get I get kind of weirded out by this, the terminology on this because it's not technically performing-enhancing drugs. It's, you're not taking steroids or anything like that. You're not, like, you're not boosting your body to make yourself better. You're taking Adderall because it helps you stay awake. That's, so it's it's a weird situation, right? Where, yeah. like, if you imagine like Olympic athletes and stuff like that, like there's stuff they can take to increase their performance in over like a half hour period, which will give them the boost in their races they need, right? That's yeah. the traditional doping thing of like you're doing something to give you this burst at this moment, right? Yeah, but you're. But does it but count? But that, but, but that makes that what they're doing makes actual physical difference to their body sure but would it be the same thing if they were using drugs of some description to allow them to train more if you know what i mean like so it's not on the day they're not doping on the day 
but they're, yeah. but they're taking drugs during their training to let them train more than the other competitors would be able to by sure, like, okay, not sleeping right. or something like that. Yeah, I guess. Sure. So then, but I don't, the, that's that's that's. Uh, it's a really. Weird, I guess right. that, I guess that is performance enhancing, but it's not traditional performance. Yeah, enhancing. it's a really weird yeah. situation. Like all of this is really weird. Like the fact we've been yeah, talking about doping in yeah. esports is bizarre. Um, but it says that. Um, uh, this is from the Polygon article. Apparently, uh, apparently sorry, sorry to keep interrupting. Yeah. Apparently, this is just like a thing that is very well known in like American colleges and stuff like that. Oh, totally. Like, yeah, around about like finals time, people are like popping Adderalls, just like nighters and stuff. It's not even just. So, it's not even just in the states. Um, I've got a bunch of people that I knew um, who went to. Uni I've never with known that. anybody in my university to, like take Adderall when they're pulling so, on nighters. So there's a really worrying one where um, a couple of guys I knew from uni, uh, a bunch of them went down to London to work for like finance companies and stuff like that, and that sure. seems like a very high stress environment. Like it very probably is, yeah. Um, and I saw a picture on Facebook of um, a guy doing, like, obviously was doing an all-nighter or something that had to get done in this super high-stress environment. I just had this picture of, like, a six-pack of Red Bull and some Pro Plus, and I'm like, this is... Christ. This isn't good. This is not a good idea. It's but, not I mean, healthy, yeah. Each to their own. I'm, I'm in no position to judge, but that just seems like a really bad idea. But oh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, in addition to developing a, an anti-doping uh, policy, the ESL will create a prevention program that's intended to ensure players are provided with information, provided with information and structural support to help them manage the physical and emotional pressures that highest level competitive gaming puts on many of them. Sure. Okay. So again, a lot of this, the stories I've been reading about the doping stuff was um, very much sounded like a sport in its infancy, right? Where you're getting. The coaches and stuff like that who are pushing them really hard, like harder yeah. than they should be, and all this kind of stuff. It like, still kind of is a sport in its infancy, but it's... yeah, oh, totally. And it it seems like one of those things that will get worked out eventually once they're. But it needs these kind of rules and regulations to be able to do this kind of stuff. Um, and this seems like the start of this. But yeah, like fucking doping for esports. Who'd have guessed? Yeah, I, I know. Um, but yes, the, the 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 one that kind of sparked it um, was a, a Counter Strike global offensive player. He said that he was using Adderall during an event, an ESL yep. event in March. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, in a vi- <laughs> this is a weird quote. Uh, in a video interview, the guy said, We were all in Adderall. I don't even give a fuck. It was pretty ob- obvious if you listen to the comms, people can hate it or whatever. So, yeah, that sounds like somebody who's in a super high stress situation. Get like, yeah, I'm and, doing it to just get shit done. Yeah, yeah and like, who's going to stop me? And says, well, these guys <laughs> is how this is going to. Well, yeah, now your bosses are going to stop you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and if, again, they said the the ESL representative there said we can't punish anyone if we're not 100 percent sure they're guilty, and they had no way to test it at the time, and they can't exactly test for it four months later. So, yeah, the fact that they're now going to, if anyone suspects that they will have the equipment there to be able to go hold up a sec. Um, yeah. This is, I mean, this. Totally should happen. This is totally. Oh a yeah, thing that should sure. Be there. Of course it should. But again, this is this is what happens in competitive arenas. You end up with this. Um. So do you remember back when they announced the new, uh, the new Tomb Raider game, Rise of the Tomb Raider? It's a yes. Xbox One exclusive. Yes. Um. What variety of exclusive was it again? It was a console. Exclu- Ta- well, nah. Timed it was a exclusive. Timed exclusive because it was coming to. Xbox One, Xbox One this year first for a period of yeah, yes. I, about a so year. So they they basically clarified on what all this meant. So Xbox is getting it at Christmas. Yep. Um. So let me just make sure I get this right. Um. Yes. So it's coming for Christmas this year for Xbox One. 
is coming to Windows 10 and Steam in twenty early 2016. Right. So, like, after the Christmas rush, after everyone's yeah. supposedly bought an Xbox but One. But still before the PS4. And the PS4 one is in holiday 2016. So Christmas yeah. next year yep. is when it's going to hit PS4. So, yeah, that's a lot of... Long, lot of time. There's a lot of time, but they are. I wonder, I wonder they how do much, have an exclusivity deal, so whatever. I wonder how much they threw into that. I really wonder Probably how much that cost them, and I wonder if it's going to pay off. So who knows? Who knows? Um, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to that game. I really liked the first one, but um, we'll see what happens. Um, I felt really weird including this story after the. I can't remember if the. the the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago made it into the podcast or not when we were talking about the PlayStation TV. <laughs> the what? The, the... Oh, that. Um, yeah, the, we were talking about that because I went mental on Persona stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so to give some background, we were talking about, like, you really wanted to play, like, the Persona dancing game because you'd seen it in yes. action. And the only I wanted way to get... play that and I also wanted to play Golden. And, and Golden and stuff like that. And I said, well, oh, that's it. also, I don't know, a bit of related news in the UK, the, the PlayStation TV, as it's known over here, is now officially £49. Like, that is the price cool. for it. It's right. no longer a, a, a deal price. Um, but yeah, Persona 4 Dancing All Night, which is the Vita-exclusive dancing game... Yep. Which looks like that Hatsune Miku game. Yeah, they're like, it's kind of like Project Diva. Project Diva, that's the one. Yeah. Um, so, in, to loop the whole thing back around, Hatsune Miku is going to be in the Persona game. <laughs> um, just <laughs> really? to. Yeah, totally. Just to. Um, oh, that's bad. Just, oh. To, just to close this whole thing, this insane thing out. Um, it's DLC. Um, it'll feature a new track, Heaven, featuring Hatsune Miku. Um, appears to be a remix of the song Heaven from the Persona 4 soundtrack Don't yeah know I know that, that song that song's pretty good um, so yes I assume we could remix of that one uh, but yes she is joining that game as DLC and they've like restyled her to look like the Persona 4 art and stuff like that it kind of looks cool but oh that wait I know this song that song's actually really good it's okay. one of the best level themes in that, that game there I you think go. Um, sticking with yeah, eSport yeah, sticking with eSports, right. um, a League of Legends pro has been uh, suspended for levelling an account for money. Oh no, um, boosting? Yeah. Professional League player Yu, Yu Zhan, is that X-I-A-N? Is that Zhan? I can't remember how you pronounce it. X-I-A-N, uh, yeah. Yeah, so his name, uh, his game name is Zhao Wei Zhao. Yeah, Zhao Wei Zhao, yeah. yeah. Um, I know all of him. Oh, there you go. So he's levelled in our player's account for uh, apparently $1,300. Um <laughs> Sure. And he, um, obviously that ain't allowed when you're a professional player. I mean, it's not allowed anywhere, but especially not if you're a professional player. Um, no. It says from uh, Riot said the ELO boosting. What's ELO boosting? Ranked score. Oh, the rank. Okay. Yeah. Uh, boosting means that people will get into ranks and are experienced enough to play in and would destroy the legitimacy of the game's ranking system by turning it into a pay-to-win environment. So that's their official... Official thing. Um, I need an apology and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, this this esports stuff's getting complicated. I, well, not really. Com- yeah, it, it's getting weird. That's not really complicated. That guy did a thing that you really shouldn't do. I got punished for but it. Again, that's what. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that everyone knows exists. But like, when you try and legitimize a quote unquote sport, like League of Legends, you're going to hit this kind of yeah. stuff. Guys, you need to be grown up. You can't fuck about with this. Yeah. Um. Who is it that's making this thing? Is it is it Mad Cats? I can't quite remember. But there's a there's a thing called the Tactical Assault Commander coming for PlayStation Four, which is a peripheral, which is a mouse and keyboard for PS Four and PS Three. Okay. Um, there is, sure. is full on kind of 
well, not even full on. It's got like a chunk of a keyboard with a, with arrow keys and like L three and X as a as sure. a base bar. Right. Oh, it's a Hori controller. Sorry. Um, and there's a mouse with a scroll wheel and shit like that. Um, nope. Good for yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen players on PS3, I guess. Um, or PS4, maybe, sorry. Or I don't know, like, you get to the point where you're like, is this going to give you an advantage in Destiny? Destiny, any of these things? Who knows? I'm sure we'll know eventually. But it's, it's yeah. in November um, for, it's currently only coming to the States, confirmed, but it's going to be the equivalent of $120 when it, when it uh, hits Japan in November 30th this year. Sure. Um, a lot of people said Splatoon was pretty awesome. It looks yes. pretty awesome from what I've seen. Um, they it got their, like a bit of fun, yeah. Yeah, they got their big August update they were talking to, which added the big oh, thing yeah, they added like was their play with your friends. Yeah, their private battles. They're not. Yeah. they're not matches. They're battles. Battles. You don't kill people. You splat them. Um, yeah, oh God, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you don't. Um, yeah. And it's added two new weapons, which is the splatling gun um, <laughs> and the bucket like slosher, whatever that means. So yeah, game looks Go. cool. That, that, that's way worse if you add the word girl to the end of any of those sentences. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. Also, don't ever... Give him the slosher girl. Don't Google Squid Team, which is how they're referred to in that game, with Say Search squid Off. Team. Do not... I'm going to do this right now. <laughs> don't. I think they're referred, to as, they're referred to as teens in the game. Yeah. Which oh, squid my team? God. <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Great. Um, Fantastic. Don't, don't, don't say I didn't warn you. Um, yep. Single line okay. news, which I don't have any extra information on. Uh, WWE 2K16 will have the Terminator as a playable character. Yep. That announced they, the trailer was... The Terminator, the, the Terminator thing started way back in WrestleMania last year. Where oh, really? I think Terminator Genesis either sponsored it or paid money oh, to really? have something... Because Triple H came out wearing Terminator armor, and it was really weird. Oh, bizarre! Uh, and that happened, so I guess it's still a link to that. But yeah, there's a there's a trailer out there of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger walking into like a pool bar with fucking Paige and Demandros and stuff in it, and yeah. Then they went, "Yep, Terminators in the game." Went, cool. It was, right. a pretty, it was a pretty well done trailer, I've got to say, but very strange. There's no in-game yep. footage or anything of them yet, but they've just confirmed that it's going to be there because they've wiped. Hulk Hogan off the face of the map. Yeah, that fucking Jesus! They could not drop him fast enough, which deserves. Oh, it, yeah. totally. I mean, it's entirely. They should have. Here's one of, here's one of the big, one of if not the biggest stars that is associated with our company. Oops, he's a racist. Cut and run, and that's it. Like he's lost his Hall of Fame. He's not mentioned yep. in any of their story. Not the Hall out. of Fame. He's out of 2K16. Like he was initially going to be. You can't download his DLC in 2K15 anymore. He's oh, like, wow, gone. really? Yeah. I mean. That's totally what they should have done, and it was yep. impressive how quickly they managed to do it. Yep. it was, Within a matter of a day, it was yeah, just all it was gone. spectacular. Um, so again, this is a kind of US-only story, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, GameStop are selling a version of a PlayStation 4 called the Supercharged Edition, um, in, in very commas. Is it called Cans of Do or something? Yes, they're, they're duct-taped to the side of it, um, <laughs> and DLC is uh, Doritos. No, um, they they are equipping PlayStation 4s with two terabyte hard drives, Ooh. which they appear to be doing themselves. So they oh, like are opening up a one terabyte yeah, one, and yeah, oh, they're okay. op- or even the five hundred gig one that they have. Sure. They are opening it up. They are. Installing I wonder it. what they do with the hard drives that are in it. Don't know. Who knows? Probably sell Ooh. them on. I don't know. Who knows? Um, 
but yes, um, there. Yeah, you can totally buy a two terabyte hard drive from GameStop. I went onto sure. their site to try and confirm this, and I couldn't see a way of buying one. But um, yeah, so they're retailing for. You have to so- talk to some shady guy in a corner. Of yeah, GameStop. there's like a guy with a trench coat. Just like, going... like a rabbit with a <laughs> trench coat on. Um, such a weird reference. Okay, sure. I know. Um, <laughs> like you and me will find some that funny. We'll get that. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so they're selling them for uh, four hundred and seventy nine dollars. Um, a 500 gig with Arkham Knight is $399 and a refurbished one is $359. So it's a pretty substantial markup on yeah. the original, but hey, two terabytes, some people want that. And also that, that involves questions of like, is it within warranty? Well, I mean, it is within warranty because they, they give you instructions how to do it yourself. But since you haven't done it, is it in your warranty or who knows? But yeah, it's, it's, it was an interesting idea. But yeah, supercharged is how they're referring to it. Cool. Um, do you remember when Nintendo said they weren't going to talk about anything at the N- about the NX at E3 yes. this year? They yes. did, however, after immediately after E3, um, Square Enix did announce two Nintendo NX games, which are... Did they, did they announce it, or did Squeenix announce it? Squeenix announced thought, it. Yeah, Squeenix said that they were doing Dragon Quest ten and eleven for the NX or something yeah. like that, or eleven for the so NX. They said they aren't. They said Nintendo said that they are not going to discuss the NX in twenty sixteen, and then Square Enix went. We've got some NX games, um, including yep. which are Dragon Quest X and Dragon. Uh, sorry, Dragon Quest ten and Dragon Quest eleven. Yep, which are announced for the uh, for the NX. Um, Dragon Quest ten is already out on Wii U, three DS, and PC. Apparently, yeah, I think that's the MMO style thing. Oh, is that what it is? I okay, think. Sure. Not, don't quote me on it, but I and think then, that's what it is. Uh, Eleven is coming for the PS4 and 3DS. Yep. So, so yeah. I've so. only ever played one Dragon Quest game, but I don't. Sure. I mean, there's no pictures of it or anything like that, but um, probably looks like a Dragon Quest game. Hey, it looks like a Dragon Quest game. Slimes probably. and whatnot. Slimes. Um, there is a Mafia Three happening. Um, yep. They announced on fifth of August that they are. Confirmed Mafia, Mafia 3 is happening, and the announcement trailer is supposed to happen tomorrow? Cool. It's the 5th, so... Oh, sorry, right, the, the, full, the... Yeah, the full reveal is going to be on August 5th. So right, that will be... with the HD release of the Deadpool trailer. Yeah, which are you more excited for? Uh, well, it's a trailer I've already watched like a billion times, but now I get to watch it in HD, so yeah, I'll watch it like see, half actually, a billion times. So you can see what's actually going on. Yeah. Um... Are you familiar with the series Zetai Zubitoshi? Does that name ring a bell to you? Yeah, totally. I, I, no, it doesn't. Okay. I, don't know what. <laughs> I thought you were actually going to bust on out going, yeah, I played the first one. No, three. fuck, I don't know what that is. Um, does the name Disaster Report mean anything to you? Kind of. That seems familiar to me. Yeah, I don't know so why. this is the fourth in the Zetai Zubitoshi, or as it's known in the West, the Disaster Report series. It's basically like a series of games where big earthquakes hit Tokyo and you have sure. to survive. It's kind of like... Uh, I can't even remember. Oh, sorry, this is the fifth one. The fourth one uh, was cancelled for 2011 after the big earthquake in Japan. After oh, the okay. earthquake and tsunami. They cancelled it then. Um, oh, yeah, so, I remember that. Maybe that's where I've heard it from. Yeah, okay. possibly. It was a big story. Well, not a big story, but it was a story uh, back in back in 2011. Um so apparently somebody's acquired the rights to it, uh, Japanese studios acquired the rights for it, and they're planning on releasing um, a new uh, game in the series. Um, the original one was sure. a PlayStation 2 game, which I think I played. I think I rented it at one Why point. Why is this relevant? Why does it matter? Why are we talking about this? Because <laughs> I, I wanted to say the word Zetai Zumitoshi. Oh, uh, okay, sure. That was kind <laughs> of it. 
And it just also the fact that like, hey, that game's still alive. As soon as I said yeah, it, I was okay. like, yeah, I think I played that. And that was that was true. Yeah. Um. So yes, the uh, I think it was last time we talked about how the studio that was working on Dead Island Two have been removed from the project. Indeed, um, Jaeger Productions. Um, they've been removed from the project. They have now um, filed for insolvency after they lost the project. So Jaeger okay. is now in bankruptcy, basically. Yep. Um, which is disappointing because um, their their biggest game up to this point was probably Spec Ops Line, which is a phenomenal game. It was really cool, yeah. Um, and they now no longer they're they're now bankrupt uh, at this point, and will not will not be making games unless somebody comes in and swoops them up, which is possible because sure. they seem to be a good studio. Um, League of Legends just did uh, a first for a MOBA, as far as I can tell, and removed a yeah, this was a character. Funny. Yeah, so this is so they did a big Plank. event. Yeah, they they did a big event um, for all the kind of pirate style themed characters um, who all exist in a place called Bilgewater. Uh, they did a big event that was explaining like the story of Bilgewater, mainly focused around Gangplank and Misfortune, and uh, in the third act of the story, yes, yeah. In the third act of the story, Miss Fortune tries to assassinate Gangplank for killing her mother or something by blowing up his boat. And at that point um, in the game, they said that Gangplank was dead and disabled him in-game. So no one could play as Gangplank because he was dead. Right. So you couldn't play as him. Uh, and then the, when Act 4 came out, it turns out that he's not actually dead. He's in fact alive, but has just lost an arm. So he's got a brand new model where he's got a cool robot hand. And nice. Yeah, it's all pretty good. So is he now, like... So he's not, like, you can't play him. You can still play him, he's just got a new model and stuff like that. Well, now you can play him. You couldn't play him. Back when it was only Act 3 out, you couldn't play him at all because he was dead. Yeah, so it says, if you log in... So this, there's a story from... Where was, when even was this? There's no date on the story. Last, last week or something, probably. Yeah, so you would log in, and there would be a message that says, Gangplank is dead and has been disabled from all yep. cues. So. Yep. Oh, he's still dead. You can't play as him yet. So he's not so, been... Oh, oh he, he gets revived at the end of the event, which is in yes. a week. So, like, yeah. how, was, was, I mean, was this event anything but just a scripted story? Was there, like, gameplay? It, but they, they started theming the map around Bilgewater, so there was, like, pirate-themed music as you played, which was pretty cool, actually. The music okay. was good. That's all right. And the, the, the single lane map, the ARAM map, where you get given a random champion, uh, became, like, a Bilgewater thing and all that sort of stuff. So it was just this themed sure. event. So, yeah, I mean, it's a cool idea. I like the idea. Mm-hmm. And if this was Dota, that would be awesome. But this It was is really a... weird because it was the, the whole point of the Bilgewater event was because they'd redesigned Gangplank. Mm-hmm. So they'd, like, changed how he, like, what his moves did and what he looked like. So they'd released this, him again, redesigned, and people were playing him. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then they killed him off and you couldn't play him anymore. Yeah, so that was, was really the thing, weird. Like, the, like I said, like, if, if this was Dota, that would be a really cool story thing to do. But this is... League of Legends, a game where you're paying for every character that you want to play, and if you've dumped, how much is a character? Like a tenner? Something like that? Not Gangplank. Gangplank you can afford to buy in like three games. He's oh really? Okay. Lot. Yeah, because he's been in that game since the start, so he's one of the okay. cheap heroes. But you can still buy skins and stuff for him, right? Yeah. So for a, for a character you've potentially punched, uh, pumped a bunch of money into, for them to remove him for a week or whatever it is, eh. was weird. Um, People don't yeah, really but- care, there are enough champions in that game to play. And Gangplank's um, not even one of the good ones, people rarely play him. Yeah, so obviously they, they weren't going to reveal that he was going to come back, so apparently yeah. there was a post um, 
on the forums saying, uh, Champion Death is unprecedented in League of Legends and we do not take it lightly. We encourage all Gangplank fans to remain calm for a few days until we can fully assess the situation. Yeah, sure. At this time, we are not addressing refund requests for him or his skins, but please know that over the next several days, we'll do our best to make things right for everyone. The way they're saying that is as if there was a, this was an unexpected turn of events. Nah, they knew what they were doing. They're exactly, they but the way, the, doing. the way they're describing this forum post, it's like they got hacked or something like that yeah, and they're sure. working on yeah. it. Like, they knew it was ha- Like, that's a really weird way of saying that. The but- theory... Well, what's happening, the, the way that they're paying them back is by saying, that okay, he's dead, that he's got, like, a brand new model with a robot hand. Yeah. If you owned Gangplank before the event, you get a free skin that is, like, classic Gangplank. Oh, cool. Okay. So you get the old gangplank back if you want to play his old gangplank the, th- the theory that we had in our little group which was quite funny was gangplank's got a, a skin that's like a ghost so he becomes like a ghost pirate mm-hmm. and we thought that uh, they were going to kill him off and keep him dead and then re-enable him but his ghost skin then becomes his normal skin his default yeah that'd yeah. be cool that'd so he's just a idea. ghost pirate the entire time which would have been really cool he just like haunts the League of Legends instead of being a pirate he's just this weird spooky ghost sure um, sticking with MOBAs, um, Blizzard have banned a ca- uh, character from Heroes tournaments after there's an exploit. Um, Zeratul. I don't know how much Heroes you played. Oh man, he was my favourite hero. I don't know what the exploit is now. Uh, the bug effects, especially this is from the Kotaku article. Uh, the bug effects, effects special move called Shadow Assault, one of the two powerful heroic abilities yeah, that Zeratul can unlock. Yeah, when cast the ability overclocks Zeratul for a few seconds, increasing his attack speed by 20% to make him leap forward to an enemy he's attacking. Yep. You shadow um, step to people. So yep. You just like, dash to them. Most players don't see it as a defining element of his character, an especially powerful addition to the moveset, but nonetheless helps him close the gap between himself and the target, trying to flee from his attacks, um, allowing him to re- relentlessly hound down enemy targets, um, but only to a point. Like any ability, it isn't supposed to give Zeratul power so super they risk breaking the game. But fans started to notice that Move was unlocking incredible feats last week when a player for the Korean Pro Heroes of the Storm team MVP Black used Zeratul in some strange ways in a grand final tournament match. Um, so instead of making him jump forward short distances, MPV Black Zeratul was zooming across the map. Oh yeah, I'm watching someone do it now. That's weird. Uh, discovered it could be triggered by changing Zeratul's target at the exact right moment mid-charge. Um... So yeah, normally it's a little more than a hop, but it's a very violent hop. But then... yeah, the the, the 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 range of the dash is like quite small. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not small, but it's enough to where you you use it as like a gap closer. So you like dash sure. in on someone. But this is like he's like on one half of the map and somehow dashes to an enemy on the other half yeah. of the map. It's... So while they're fixing this exploit, um, they are disabling. Well, they're not disabling from the game, but they're they're banning him from tournaments. I don't know if there's a heroes tournament. Coming, I mean, there's always oh, yeah, there will. Yeah, there's like ESL tournaments and stuff. Yeah, so they're they're banning them until the exploit is fixed. So, which makes sense. Yeah, I don't know how you do it, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, Uh, we briefly talked about it, but Rocket League got its big patch, um, and the first paid DLC is coming in early August, and it's just all cosmetic, more cosmetic stuff. So, it's a couple of new boosts, uh, things, new wheels, a couple of new paint types, and a handful of new trophies, which is interesting as well. Um, and then there's the free content, which gives you, which is the patch, which is a new map, and a spectator spot, and spectator spot, spectator mode, uh, and a bunch of new flags and things like that. So, yes, and there's a new song from Hollywood Principal, who apparently is an EDM DJ. I don't know. Sure. All right. Um, yeah, Rocket League's awesome. Um, so two con- two stories continuing Konami's plummet to yeah. obscurity. Um, the first is that they have announced a new game 
And they finished, they? New, they okay. finished new Castlevania game. Oh, okay, sure. In a way, they have... Um, it's a pachinko machine. Oh, right. <laughs> I was not, like, wait, Konami don't make video games anymore. Yeah. They don't, but they do make pachinko machines. Which they this fucking is make pachinko machines, yeah, they do. And not only is this a Castlevania pachinko machine, it is... Is, is the background is the background just Hideo Kojima's face? Is that the big joke? I wish, I wish, but um, there's no na- there's no name on the game yet. The trailer's entirely in Japanese. I can't see a name for, but it does promise quote unquote erotic violence. Erotic violence, and there's a lot of boobs in that trailer. So okay, sure, Boom, it's pachinko. a pachinko machine. Basically, you can't um, you can't see in pachinko arcade machines anyway because there's too much fucking cigarette smoke. Guys could be wanking in there and you wouldn't know. It's true, but there's also you need to cost you a fortune. So, oh yeah, true. Um, sure, yeah, ain't happening. But yes, so erotic violence coming to a pachinko parlor near you. Um, and then another one um, near, near a pachinko parlor near me is in Japan. Yes, so. and as and for me, but still, technically, it is coming to a pachinko parlor as near the, you. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, Nikkei, which is a Japanese, I think it's a magazine, I'm not sure if it's a magazine or a newspaper, one of the two, um, I don't know why I clicked in the, the article that takes me entirely to the Japanese site, I don't know what this is anymore, but anyway, um, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's a, a, like a, a, a magazine, um, but they did a report on the corporate culture at Konami, um, oh yeah, this was the thing that was like, Konami were like bullying people and stuff. Yeah, it was, it's kind of scary actually what's happening. Yeah, it's really terrifying. Um, so here's a breakdown of the, the allegations they've, they've, they've made against Konami. Um, Kojima Productions is now simply known as number eight production department uh, and all the computers in this department... Really, really sterile name. I know. But... Uh, all the computers in this department are not connected to the internet and are only able to send internal messages. Christ. Um, they report that employees leaving the company offices during their lunch breaks are having their absences mon- monitored with time cards. Those who stay out too long are having their names announced throughout the company. Jeez. Uh, there are cameras in the office corridors but aren't there for security, they're for monitoring movements of employees uh, most Konami employees do not own permanent company email addresses so you don't have like Steve at Konami, like that's yeah. not their email address um, they've always been uh, has had their addresses randomised and changed every few months basically, and uh, so cool. most Konami employee emails are a few letters followed by like a string of numbers yeah. And the random email change has been going on for years. And apparently the report says one uh, Konami employee was told or said that this was done to prevent headhunting from oh, other companies. Right, okay. So sure. if you can't directly email anyone in the company, then, then yeah, you, can't headhunt. you obviously can't steal them. Um, wow, that's disgusting. Yeah. Um, so this is the really scary one. Um, at least well, the, the most scary ones. Um, Konami game developers who aren't seen as useful are reassigned to jobs as security, as security guards, cleaning staff at the company's fitness clubs, or roles at Apache slot machine factory. Christ. This includes not just junior staff, but producers who have worked on well-known game titles. Um, one of the Japan's largest news- newspapers ran an interview with a former Konami staffer who allegedly went from game development to working in Konami's, Konami's Apache slot factory, causing him to experience severe depression. Yeah, and, that would be for us. Yeah, totally. Um, and one former employee, upon announcing on Facebook that they were leaving Konami and had got a new job elsewhere, had their post monitored on Facebook. The case says the uh, any remaining Konami staff who liked the post were all reshuffled within the company. Jesus. Like, it's super Orwellian if any of this is true. Yeah, that's terrifying. Um, a, part, a couple of comments are saying this is all straight out of the Zynga playbook, which is... Which, if Konami, Zynga do that as well? Apparently, 
Zinger terrible to work for. Oh yeah, I remember a bunch of people saying that Zinger were awful. Yeah, and apparently like since Konami are focusing mobile first from now on, that kind of fits with that. So maybe they got someone in to say like, how does Zinger do it? And they told them and they went, okay, we'll do that. That's fine. We're going to treat the people who work for us like garbage. (sighs) Like can you imagine being a game developer and then saying actually you're now a janitor? Like that's that's incredible. Maybe that's what they tried to do to Kojima. Maybe. Like maybe they said you're... Can you imagine Hideo Kojima working as a on a Kojima? Like a, you're gonna go work in the canteen, and Kojima yeah. goes, "No, no of course not. I'm fucking Hideo Kojima." I'm fucking Hideo Kojima. <laughs> Ugh. Um, just a quick technical story. Um, Autodesk, who are the company that make um, Maya and 3ds Max, which are some of the big game development tools for 3D modeling that's used throughout the industry, and they also own Scaleform, who do um, UI stuff. Um, they've announced their first uh, engine, like they're entering the game engine business. Ooh. Um, the, the engine is called Stingray. It is acquired... Um, Good name. Solid yeah, name. Totally. Um, it's existed for years, an engine called BitSquid. Um, and it's an engine that's uh, most recently used for Helldivers, the PS4. Oh, sure. That game I got a lot of good press as well. Yeah, was... totally. So, that's, that was the, so they've basically bought the engine, rebranded it, and they're basically trying to integrate it into the 3DS and Maya pipelines so that theoretically you could modify your model in Maya and instantly see it in game which people do themselves for game development with their own tools and working their own pipeline but if you can buy an engine that just does that That's probably save you a good, bunch yeah. of development time so yeah, yeah um, uh, so again the obvious differences uh, the obvious difference between that is that they can't get free it's a uh, um, the same model that Autodesk used for a bunch of their, their products, they're only doing a $30 a month contract, oh, okay, sure. basically, for it. And you get discounts for longer commitments, and there's a free option for students and all that kind of stuff. So, oh, cool. Awesome. Which, is, which is weird, considering a bunch of like Epic and Unity have all said... Engine's free, free, go nuts, you know. But it's, it's free with, like, caveats of the air. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, but it's like income. Stuff. Yeah, it's like profits things, as opposed to, like, a straight-up £30 a month. Thing. So that's interesting. Anyway, kind of thing. Um, we're speaking off air about Windows 10 and the experiences we've heard about people mm-hmm. upgrading to Windows 10. The biggest travesty of all of the Windows 10 stuff is the solitaire application. Have is you seen the pictures of the solitaire application no, for Windows I've 10? Not. Let me just read this story. Um, uh, this is from the Kotaku article. Um, PC Gamer note that this version of solitaire, which comes bundled with the operating system, Plays ads that run over the full solitaire window, some for between 15 and 30 seconds. There's no way around them other than spend money. And by spending money, you can get rid of the ads for... Do I take a guess how much it costs to to get an ad-free version of Spotify? Of Solitaire? Solitaire, $20? Uh, Either $1.50 a month (laughs) or $9.99 a year. You can't even just fly out buy it. There is no fly out buy this thing. Yes. Um, apparently the Windows 8.1 version of Solitaire did the same thing, but it wasn't bundled with the OS. You had to go get it. But um, yeah, there's full screen ads for over the Solitaire app. Yeah. Unless you pay money. Wow. It's horrific. So it's, it pops up this thing that says... There's, oh, a lot, there's a lot of stuff in Windows 10 about ads and like leaking information, like sending information to... Yeah, if, if, and- if anyone's considering installing Windows 10... Um, Gizmodo and The Verge have some cool articles about like here's the things you should probably switch off when you're installing yeah. Windows. Don't do no. the Express install, do the custom install, and switch this stuff off manually because yep. it's all on by default. Some of it's a little, little funny. 
Um, yep. But yeah, it's it pops up the screen and says, Upgrade to premium um, to receive these great features. No ads, more coins for completing daily challenges, or get a boost for every game of Tri-Peaks and Pyramid. Right. Okay. So yeah. I guess um, they've got to do some stuff to make it free. Totally. Well, no, they don't. Well, they do, but that's just... Well, if they're going to make it free, they need to supplement it somehow. And the really so, disappointing well, thing... Well, they are Microsoft, but Yeah, and the really disappointing thing is they're going to make a shit ton of money off this, you can tell. Probably, yeah. Like, with people playing... Ugh, anyway. Um, and the final thing is the uh, Games for Gold and PS Plus stuff for this month. So, uh, for PS4, uh, you get Limbo and the uh, Lara Croft Temple of Osiris, which is their co- the follow-up to Guardians of Light, yep. which was the co-op yep. thing, which is pretty cool. Uh, Sound Shapes, Still Think 2, a game of clones, um, which is also, those two are also for PS3. And for Vita, you get God of War Ascension and Castle... St- oh, sorry. Uh, God of War Ascension is also PS3, as is Castle Storm. And Vita owners get Sound Shapes, Still Think, and Castle Storm. So sure. That's their lineup this year, this month. Um, ah, that's cool. I was going to buy that Temple of Osiris game anyway. So that was cool that it was coming. And the Xbox One games for gold. Uh, Xbox One this month are Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes and How to Survive Storm Warning Edition. I don't know what that is. I don't even know what that is. How to Survive. Oh, it looks like a kind of um, DayZ style. Sure, okay. It looks like a survival game, basically. Yeah. Zombie survival game. Um, And for 360, you get Metro 23 and Metro Last Light. Cool. That's them. And that is all I think I have in here. Do you have any other other news? um, Summer Games done quite cabin. Oh yeah, so I yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of it. Was there any? Particularly it was good, cool it was really good. Um, with with the 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 connections in air quote I have to it, there were a couple of people that I actually know doing runs there. Oh, uh, so okay. that was that was pretty cool to see those guys um, do their thing and do it very well. Sure. Um, but there, yeah, there there were some really good runs. The the Taskbot stuff was mental. So that's the one I always watch every year. I haven't had a chance to watch it this year. Um, did yeah, they, there's some good they, stuff. Could... They did Mega Man Two and something else that I can't remember. Okay, Mega Man Two one just gets mental. Did they have? While. Don't tell me what it is in case they have. But did they do another like showpiece one? Like I remember last year I, they got. I they got... don't remember. Okay, because they they did they did they did ta- they, they did Mega Man Two first, and that was just like a normal Taskbot run where they just right. beat the game. And then there was a thing after it, but by the point at which the other thing happened, I was too drunk. So oh, fair enough. Because I, I remember notice. last year, last year they did. Yeah, they did um, the Twitch chat and Twitch chat Super on Mario a Brothers. SNES, yeah. um, which was great. Um, and then they got was it Super Mario World running in the no, Super Mario One run Mario Two running well, in Super Brother, Mario, Mario World. Brother, no Mario Brothers running in Super Mario World. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I might watch that when we're done here because I'd forgotten yeah, cool. that that was a thing. Uh, the they ended it instead of ending it with like Ocarina of Time that they normally do. They ended it with a Chrono Trigger speed run, which was really cool. How long did it take? Like five something hours. Oh wow! Five okay. hours twenty or something. Like it was it was a hundred percent run. So they did everything. Cool. Um, um, I heard some stories about the uh, Prince Persia run that went terribly wrong. Oh, I've got no idea about that. Oh, apparently there was, there was a, somebody was doing a Sands of Time run and there's a couple of very specific skips and they were mm-hmm. doing it on the PC version which yeah. is which crashes quite a lot uh, or oh, could sure, potentially sure. crash a bunch of times and there's a really cool um, video. I saw a clip of it anyway where um, they do a skip which you kind of manipulate time in a weird way and it skips large sections of the level. Um there's a section where he's running through he does the skip and he's running through a corridor and he says it sometimes crashes here 
it didn't. It sometimes crashes here. It didn't. Sometimes crashes here. It didn't. They went cool. We made it, and then it crashed, which was oh, quite great. Good. Um, but yeah, he lost like there was nothing he could do except like he lost basically twenty minutes of his playthrough and just had to start yes. again with the time running. But he was also um, he made the most money or some, was one of the highest um, donation periods in the whole thing. Because it was running for so long and people were watching it get progressively worse and worse for him. Everyone was donating at the same time and calling, like, That's con- fair. congratulating yeah, them and it. saying, yeah. no, keep going, keep going, you're doing well. Um, so yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. But yes, uh, Games Done Quick is always a great watch. And I- the, uh, the, 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 the cool thing I saw about Chrono Trigger was, uh, because it was the last one, they had a whole bunch of like uh, donation goals. Yeah. And so they named Chrono after Iwata. Oh and wow! I yes, yeah. I remember they do that, that uh, and they almost got it to where Robo was going to be called Ryan D. Oh wow! Didn't, yeah, they did. They've done that. Get there. They yeah, did they, that they, last they did that year. The, last year, when that was closer to when he actually died. Yes. But, um, yeah. So they almost got it this year as well, but didn't quite get there. Sure. But yeah, it's cool. a, uh, it's a cool weekend. It I got is. to see. I got, I got to see people I know do it this time, which was a really weird experience. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Where is it? Do you know? Oh, I've got no idea. Uh, where was it? No, I, remember, I remember reading somewhere, but yeah. it's one of those things that I'd probably like to go see at some point. But oh, like, yeah, I'd I, like to go to. But like, I remember switch. Years. I remember switching on. Like, I briefly had to look at it on my lunch break and work while it was running, and it was like eight AM their time, and people are up doing speed runs. Yeah, and like, there's people on the couch behind them, like with duvets and shit. Like, it yeah, seems like just, it seems like such a community thing. Like, it's just everyone's just kind of there to have a, to have fun with it. So yeah. some bizarre games get played on that thing. Oh yeah, like, like you look at the schedule and it's it's all over the place. Yeah, um, but yes, that's about it. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, what are you? Are you up to anything? Kotar, more Kotar. I'll play. I'll play Kotar and see I'm what that see mod's it. like. I'm really excited to see what the rest of this mod's yeah, like. Yeah, I wonder if it, it changes the story in significant ways, and if the new areas are good or or any of that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, we'll see. Yeah, for me, it's um, Galaxy tomorrow. Which yep. be, I'm interested to play, and um, everybody's going to the Rapture next week, which I'll be able to talk about that next time we get in. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff for the site this Thursday the first episode of our D4 playthrough will be up oh god you actually you have a date they, okay, they sure. are they are ready to go basically I'm just good. cleaning up the last two episodes um, how, did, how did they turn out are they good pretty well they turned out pretty well um, there's one episode I think episode three um, so there's going to be five episodes for the first which will cover the prologue and episode one of D4 which will be five parts um, part three is a little bit longer than the other ones because it's the only way I can. It's the only way I could. Um, there was only one place I could really cut that one, yeah, <laughs> which, would, sure. which would work. Um, but yeah, so th- th- they will be going up. We'll probably be going up one per week. Um, cool. They'll be about twenty minutes each. So um, stay tuned for that. Um, cool. We recorded a Heroes Might Magic video that we can. Yeah, we did. Um, I went way longer than I expected. Yes, <laughs> so that'll probably be up next Tuesday. I'm going to aim for that yeah. one. Um, and I've got Rocket League video, and I'll probably do some stuff with Galaxy because that looks that game looks pretty cool. Yeah, that game looks um, cool. so yeah, there's stuff coming. Don't worry. I know we've kind of been, been we've been lacking the content because we've both been very busy, yeah. but stuff will it'll pick up soon because games are happening again. So, yep. Um, but yes, we'll be back in two weeks. Until then, GameEngineStart.com is the name of the website where you can find all of our all of our articles, our videos, and our podcast will be up there. Uh, YouTube.com/slash/GameEngineStart will be the YouTube channel where all the videos go. And they're usually up there a day before they hit the main site. Um, so that's where the D4 stuff will go. So go and subscribe if you haven't already. 
Uh, Twitter and Facebook, we're on there. If you search for Gaming to Start, you'll find us. Podcast at GamingToStart.com is the email address. And that is it. So we'll be back in two weeks. See you then. Bye.